0: It's April 1st, 2023, and you're listening to Episode 9 of Wes and Shelly Share, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Shelly, we are not in our house today. Where are we?
1: Oh, we're at a park in Matthews. I don't remember the name. What's the name of it? Squirrel Lake. Oh, Squirrel Lake. Um, it's lovely. It's. It rained all morning here, and so we were afraid that we would run into mud or whatever at our normal park hikes, walks. So this one is paved and bicycles are going by
0: and it's just beautiful. We can hear these trees uh, creaking and hitting each other and the leaves have just really kind of started to Mm -hmm. come out in
1: In the last couple weeks. Seriously,
0: yeah, even in the last week.
1: Yeah, I've been sneezing a lot. There's a lot of pollen in the air too. It's all good. It's beautiful now. So
0: tell about our adventures today. What did we do?
1: Oh, my goodness. So, we started off early and drove to South Carolina and went to one of our favorite breakfast places, Flipside Grill. Flipside Cafe. Mm -hmm. Cafe. Cafe. Um, Amazing. I had a vegetable omelet, um, and it was so good. And I had chicken
0: and waffles. Oh, of course you did. And in the morning, we'll have waffles. waffles.
1: Um, And then we went, oh, well, Wes wanted to go to Ace Hardware and some small little... Hardware places. So that was fun. Um, I found a Tuesday
0: morning.
1: And it was nice to shop there. Um, found a, oh, a garden center. And, and I may have discovered the
0: world's best grits ever. Because at the True Value Hardware Star Store in Fort Mill. Um, I met Alex who told me about. What's the name of that? There's like a there's a Christmas parade in December. Anyway, his brother makes the best grits. But they're these kind of South Carolina grits. I'll have to talk about that later. But anyway, they're supposed to be amazing. So that may so, have been the discovery of the day.
1: Yeah, but then we went over back to Monroe because my students um, were in a musical today, um, Jungle Book, and that was exciting to be able to to see them. And oh, our music teacher! Whoa. Oh my goodness! No,
0: sir. No, you're okay. You are fine. You're okay. Oh, no, we are not going to be wild. <laughs> you're we're fine. Totally fine. Some dogs have just walked by in our That's very dogs, exciting uh, on our podcast. Yeah try to leap out of their nose leashes and
1: but our um my students did a great job. We have a wonderful music teacher. Shout out to, um, Mrs. Vickers, Rebecca Vickers, um, who just, I mean, she works so hard and she puts so much in as so many music teachers do. Um, and then just did a wonderful job. The students really enjoyed it. It's a whole school musical. Um, the kids auditioned for it early and, um, they've been working really hard on it. So anyway, they were amazing. It was so fun to support my students. Um, doing that
0: today and then we came to a barbecue place that I've been wanting to try for a long time called well I thought it was just called the rock house but it's like stallings rock rock shop barbecue or something anyway it was uh it was a building built in the 30s and we did a couple other stops but anyway just adventures.
1: Always. Our Saturday right. adventures. And then I
0: had written down the name of this park some, one time when I had driven by it and wanted to come back. And it is wonderful. It connects to this four-mile greenway, which we've hiked probably a mile down it from East... What? East John Street? Um, which is sort of like... It connects to the to the main sort of drag of, of uh, Matthew's, where our favorite seaboard restaurant is. And... Uh, what is it Renfro's Hardware? Anyway they just got the the downtown area so but it's beautiful 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 it's like 75 degrees so all right well we call this the Lion the Witch and the Wardrobe we kind of struggle we want to talk about school stuff a little bit but why is the line, the Witch and the Wardrobe um well, what memories do you have of that with our children and why do you think it's a wonderful book? No we are not going to bark no sir no sir <laughs> No, you're
1: fine. So, well, the Chronicles of Arnie, of course, was one of my favorites that I read when I was young, and so, in true fashion, we read them out loud to our children as they were young. I don't, I don't remember know if we read we? them all.
0: I think I know we and, read the line that went wardrobe, but I don't know how many of them we read. We'll have to ask them.
1: Yeah, I don't remember either. But then soon after that, all of the movies came out. So, but it was wonderful. Um, and uh, always a favorite of mine. Um, I've always loved fantasy fiction and... Magic. Magic and, yes, it's been... Anyway, so this reminded me of this today. Walking through the woods and just seeing the woods and...
0: Um, the trees and thinking about how C.S. Lewis talks about the spirits of the trees. Here, get your phone out and let's look at our notes a little bit. Of course, The Vine, The Witch, in The Wardrobe is a wonderful allegorical... Um, well, there's a lot of great family relationships and characters. I love that there are heroines and heroes. Um, yeah. And just, I mean, Aslan, the, the, (laughs) the whole idea of what do you mean? There's what it's winter forever and no Christmas.
1: It was also, I mean, we could. We first started um, talking about this show as the school that I love because I've spent a lot of time recently reflecting on teaching and reflecting on classrooms that I've had in the past and things that I've really enjoyed doing with students. And I know um, The Lion, the Witch, in the Wardrobe was one of the read-alouds that I used to read oh, to gosh. classrooms and students. Well, and, and I did too. When I, I, remember, when I student
0: taught mm-hmm. and then I taught at Wheelock with Mitzi Thomas, you know, that was so fun and we got real turkish mm-hmm. delight That's when we right. ate you know had the whatever the chapter about the white witch and edmund mm-hmm. and then you have and kids had not ever had that and that kind of stuff's fun it you know is fun. kids remember that kind mm-hmm. of stuff when you had some food that went with your book and
1: i can remember deepened, writing the a- descriptive paragraph in third grade at bozeman um we had read i don't think we well i probably read aloud the whole book but we read sections of it and we wrote a descriptive paragraph about that scene i think with the white witch and Here comes another dog. um You're
0: good.
1: Hi. so yes um, the school that i love allows us to to have time to do things like that to Absolutely. have a, a novel study and to do fun and interesting things and bring in turkish delight and um anyway, I as I reflect back on my teaching career, I've been really thinking about what are the things that I loved doing mm-hmm. as a teacher. And those were one of the things yeah. is to be able to do that.
0: That's right. Mm-hmm. Here, look at let's look at your questions. I know honey, but I wrote down questions to ask you. All right. What thank you? What makes you happy?
1: Is that the first one on your list? Yep. All right, well there you go. I don't know. Another thing, I mean being outdoors in nature, which is why we spend a lot of time in nature because it does bring me joy and it does make me happy. And um today we were passing by a um a garden center and I was like, Oh, garden center So West turns around and we go in and I'm looking at flowers and I love arboretums and botanical gardens and I love walking through um Garden stores, and I, I want to plant flowers, but I'm not quite sure about what's going to grow in my yard. I'm not quite sure about um, where the shade is going to be, and um, I, I know I want some hanging plants, but anyway, so I'm just enjoying processing that.
0: Well, and that stop actually reminded me of a wonderful, wonderful trip that we got to take. There's a lot of dogs coming. It's like mm-hmm. a dog parade right it now. Is. There's a white dog kind of big and then kind of a, a black and white and then here comes a golden and then there's some kind of hound yeah. it is a parade of dogs today no moose moose fryer no sir no sir it could be that scary no you are we are falling. not barking at people
1: goodness gracious. no it is okay hey this makes pretty for anyone
0: beautiful beautiful today
1: that one has been radio. trimmed yes
0: it is not See? wild feathers yeah. Okay, it reminds me of a trip we took to Hot Springs, Arkansas. And we got to take it with your sister and brother-in-law, mm-hmm. Janet and David. And um, I think we actually used some of the last money that your parents mm-hmm. had left. All right. Uh, but, but when we were coming, about to leave, we found this nursery. And we brought back so many flowers. Oh, beautiful flowers. hanging like, flowers. Like, I think we brought back maybe six, six or, or so have hanging baskets of flowers
1: mm, absolutely lovely yeah i love hanging i love flowers yeah um
0: you talked about children earlier today when we were talking about happy
1: mm-hmm. yes i enjoy children um i enjoy watching children i enjoy being around children i um children being me joy and i think you know that's one of the reasons why i've I've become a teacher, and I enjoy teaching. Um, I hate that this year is kind of taking some of the joy out of that.
0: Um, And you don't want to end on that kind of note. No, I
1: don't. And it's not.
0: And as far as, like, retire. I mean, we're. Right. Here comes another golden. Right. This one hasn't been trimmed as much.
1: So, but, yeah, being around young families, being around children, um, I really enjoy that. So, going by the park, I love just, you know. Right. Being around young people.
0: Hello. That's an older one. You can see the gray mm-hmm. in the face. All right. What did you love about teaching at Positive Tomorrows and working there? Hmm. And for people who don't know, you might just say what Positive Tomorrows Positive
1: are. Tomorrows. Um, I... Is a school for homeless children. It's one of the few in the country. I think there are really only two that were 100% specifically for homeless children. The Monarch children.
0: School in California mm-hmm. and then Home. Uh,
1: right. And we've talked Positive about it on other episodes City. before. Yeah. Um, I think what I really loved about teaching at Positive Tomorrows was flexibility. Um, when I first started, I taught third, fourth, and fifth grade. I love multi-age classes, um, I love small classes. I loved that. We had freedom with our curriculum. I mean, the main focus was we just want to help students love learning. Um, so many of them were at different stages
0: of development. Now, did you make development. that your focus, or was that the schools before you?
1: No, it was, it, was the, it was... We wanted all of the students to feel successful at school. We wanted them to love school. We wanted them to be in school. So that wasn't school. just your mantra. No, I mean, it is my mantra, but but that was kind of where that mantra began to develop, you know, is is helping students love learning. And um, we we did that by um, having experiences for them and taking them on field trips and um, just allowing them to learn from where they start from where they were. You know, we didn't force them into doing things that it was too hard for them or they weren't quite ready yet. It was um, so many of them had missed a lot of school, had not been in regular school, had been in and out of school. And so um, they had a lot of gaps in their learning and education. And rather than making them feel unsuccessful because, you know, they had to be where everybody else was. Everybody was allowed to learn at their own pace. Many of them, you know, the ones that were there the longest made huge academic strides Um, and closing a lot of those learning gaps. But but we were given the freedom to do that. We had adaptive technologies that helped with that. We had the freedom. It was hard. I mean, it was really hard work um, coming up with a lot of our own curriculum and um,
0: and design, create, and share.
1: Design, create, and share. Um, One of the hugest influences that I had, one time we had gone to a, um, I don't know, a weekend with... um, not a retreat, what was that? Workshop with Tony Vincent. Mm-hmm. And and I heard a speaker one time and it was talking about ditching the desks.
0: And the speaker um, is Tony Vincent, shout no,
1: out. No, it wasn't.
0: Oh, wasn't Tony? No. It oh, wasn't. was it the Mobile Learning Experience? Yeah, it was that the was, Mobile was Learning in, in, Conference, in I guess. Yeah. Right.
1: So he which, wasn't the speaker. But it was yes, he, yeah, organized he organized it.
0: Along with the Arizona K twelve. Right.
1: But anyway, I don't even remember. Whose workshop I was in, but I just latched onto that idea. What? Wow, you can do that? You can get rid of the student desks. And so when I came back, um, that's what I started doing. That's when we started shopping at garage sales and all kinds of places. Um,
0: to find furniture To find furniture. Because schools. I really
1: wanted it to be like home, you know, like a home environment. Again, mm-hmm. so many of our children, they were homeless, you know, and they didn't have a permanent place. And so, you know, we but had... But a
0: comfortable place. Yeah. A place where you could have a nook and you can, you know, have a unique... Everyone wasn't the same. You know, it was a big yeah. deal.
1: We had a big um, carpet in the middle where we gathered together for our um, class meetings and our family meetings. We called them family meetings. Did you really? Uh-huh. Um and so, yeah, as we began to put together our you know family community, our school family community, um, so anyway, that was just um that was kind of the beginning of that, so the first year that I started there, of course, we had the desks and uh, but that second, third, and fourth year, um, you know, we shopped around and really intentionally. Um, built out that. Hey, Facebook
0: Marketplace, baby. Yeah. Well, and then you took that to Cassidy, and I think you really had a strong influence for the years you were there with other teachers and because when you went there... flexible
1: learning spaces. You know, sometimes students want to stand up and work at a desk. Sometimes they want to sit on the floor. Sometimes they want to read in a cozy Having choices.
0: That's such a big deal. Having a lot of student choice. You can't choose everything. But when you can help students make meaningful choices that really impact their lives and what they're doing and how they're doing it, um, what they study, I mean, I think that's a very uh, affirming and empowering thing. And I, I think we both share that as far as wanting to include that to a, to a large degree. So
1: anyway, the school that I love um, allows students to learn at their own rate, it allows students to... to have experiential learning um it allows students um to go on field trips or even like right now i would love to have a school in a forest like this where we could play in the stream and do science experiments go find the turtles yeah yeah so like an outdoor education type alternative which there is Um, an outdoor
0: education school that we've Learned about, and we're going to go in a couple weeks to an open house that they're going to have, but
1: just to kind of check it out. Come not, and see.
0: Not sure. Yeah, not sure what yeah. next year holds. But. What did you love about teaching in the Bozeman Math Lab, and how did you find yourself in the Math Lab at huh. Bozeman Elementary?
1: Oh, math has been. Oh wait,
0: wait. Actually, you know what? It's, it's time for halftime. Let's listen to a word from our sponsor. This episode of Wes and Shelly Shares is brought to you by Cook with Wes. Cook with Wes is my, Wes Fryer's, personal passion project, sharing lots of food photos, a few recipe videos, lots of barbecue and smoked meat adventures, and many other recipes from my indoor and outdoor kitchens. You can find all our family recipes on food.wesfryer.com and follow Cook with Wes on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and Twitter. If you're on mastodon and really why not since twitter has become a bit of a dumpster fire you can search for the hashtag cook with to find my latest food shares there well i did start a separate youtube channel for cook with wes but i've continued to post most of my cooking videos on youtube on my main channel you can access the complete playlist at wfryer.me cook thanks for tuning in to wes and shelly shares I hope to see you on social media on one of the channels for Cook with Wes. Okay, we're back. Sorry to have to interrupt. What did you love about teaching at Bozeman Elementary Math Lab, and how did you end up there?
1: So, Bozeman is the school that I taught um, at when I first came back from Germany.
0: In Lubbock, Texas.
1: In Lubbock. Um, And... I taught a year in the regular classroom, but then I moved into a Title I position where I ran a math lab and um, what I really loved about it was um, it was all conceptual uh, it was about math projects and it was about concept development. concept development it was the teacher came with the students we did things together you know we investigated pumpkins and um,
0: for Jerome just- Brunner fans it, it respected the mm-hmm. developmental Growth of students with math concepts to where we move from the concrete into a transitional and then finally into an abstract well, and too often in math we just jump to the abstract and we're like here work this problem and
1: at that point Marilyn Burns was really big a lot of hands-on development um, um, a lot of uh, math and literature activities and opportunities. Yes. Yeah, you did a lot and of I did books. Did a lot In fact, of we books. have
0: those are books we have. Mm-hmm. Actually. We have a lot of those books yeah, left. Love to do that.
1: Um, so it's really um, just helping students again love math. Um, because I have to say that's not something that I feel like I've really struggled teaching math this year because I don't feel like I'm being able to do it in a way that helps students love math. In fact, I think most of my students think most of them, not all of them, that, that math is hard. And I hate that I'm developing that concept of math is hard. Well,
0: I think you became aware to a greater degree, and I certainly did too, about math anxiety. Mm-hmm. You know, David Allen, who is now a professor at, at K-State in the math department, he has for years, he's probably tenured now. Um, we got to work with him and some other educators in a little math company uh, in Lubbock for a while. But, you know, his whole dissertation focus was on math anxiety and how early... And yeah. how parents feed into that, and teachers do too, and how hurtful and harmful it can be, how many doors math anxiety can close. So did you just jump into that math and science grant with Dr. Skoog at Texas Tech right after Germany, or was that before? Or?
1: No, it was it was after Germany. It's when I was teaching at Bozeman. I wrote it with... Um, did you
0: write the grant with Pat?
1: Pat Brown. Uh-huh. She and I wrote that together, oh. and it had a lot of... Um, it was a, a multi-year grant. We did it with another school. Weedlock. So you wrote your application. No, not Weedlock. You wrote um, your
0: application into it. Yes. To participate into it. Yeah.
1: hmm Yeah. And, um, you know, we spent summers, um, several weeks in the summers. Um, what's the name of that other elementary school? started Probably. with a W. No.
0: Mm. I don't
1: remember. Um, but anyway, um, doing one year, we focused on math um, development and helping... Helping teachers with higher level math skills. Because in the lab,
0: you were not just teaching the teachers or the students. Mm -mm. The teachers came and you were doing demonstration lessons. I was modeling lessons. lessons. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. To really help teachers Mm -hmm. see how they could use Mm -hmm. manipulatives and use literature. And And I had started that in
1: Germany with Math Their Way, which was kind of a a system um, a little bit like Montessori. Um, I taught first grade in, in Germany first grade and third grade and got involved and trained you know specifically trained in that and that's kind of what we were trying to achieve um, in the math lab but anyway again that's the school that I love where you have time where you have flexibility where you have depth you have
0: thematic and um, integrated you know you're connecting right. things it's not just in mm-hmm. isolation No.
1: Yeah. So um, when you're using math in practical ways, and that's what I really love about STEM as well, science and technology and engineering and math, you know, so it's the application of math, not yeah. just the strict math concepts. I think the
0: fact that you're just having to teach math in isolation in a very traditional way is hard this no, year. It has been hard. So you, you love Bozeman, though, because you also did outdoor education.
1: I did yeah, that was another part what, of it. What camp was that mm-hmm. called?
0: Camp Goddard. Camp Goddard. And then in also in Oklahoma. we had
1: a um a community garden project yeah. um there too, which the grant helped fund as well. But but
0: all year you would get ready for that mm-hmm. and at the end of the year for a whole week, mm-hmm. right? You would take your yep. kids, just the fifth graders or who got to go? From both
1: sixth graders. Sixth
0: graders. Oh, wow. Yeah. For a week to outdoor mm-hmm. camp and a lot of them had never been out of the state, they'd never been out of their neighborhood and stuff. Yeah, neighborhood, Wow. Yeah.
1: It was low socioeconomic area as well. Yes,
0: yes. So,
1: loved it. All right, what yeah. about you? What about the school that you love? What are you loving about your school this year?
0: Oh, my goodness. So, uh, my current job role at Providence Day School in Charlotte is my favorite mm. job ever. Wow,
1: that's huge.
0: And, well, you know, I'm actually kind of liking being an old guy. <laughs> Um, We're not it's old. weird. Well, Young at heart. a little experienced. No, I mean, I think that I have, I have learned a few things, um, and hopefully, I'm not making some mistakes that I've had made earlier in my life and career. But, I mean, I have a lot of autonomy and trust from my school um, to to be innovative. Encouragement to be innovative. I was, I was hired. I think in in part because. The last three years, I had the opportunity at Cassidy um, to reinvent our middle school computer applications curriculum and um, fashion it into a media literacy curriculum and, you know, take it beyond Microsoft Office and um, productivity. And, of course, they're not really Microsoft Office since it's a, both of them are Google, Google uh, schools. But, you know, keyboarding office is what that used to be. And so, um, (laughs) oh, no, Moose. Hey, Moose Fryer. No, sir. No, we do not need to bark like that. I know, but we don't need to bark. It's so hard when you're a dog. It is so hard. So I love the autonomy. I love what I'm teaching. I love being able to be creative. I really come alive when I have opportunities to empower students to express themselves and share their ideas and use media you know and and to do things like you know teach you know I'm teaching sketchnoting right now and we're doing a wikipedia uh, it's called um, well I call it launchpad wikipedia but it's about how you can use wikipedia as a launchpad for your investigations and you can You know, check out sources and you can laterally read, which is such a critical media literacy skill. And it sets the stage for this SIFT web literacy framework that, you know, I've been referencing all semester. But we're going to dive in deep with our conspiracy theory unit, which we call Fruit Loop Conspiracy Theories. And we um, predominantly study the moon landing and how some people say we didn't land there. And we try to identify the real wild out there conspiracies and talk about how to discern who we can trust online and all of this. I just love it. I love the food because I can't even believe we have food as good as we do. My, I mean, my job is so good that I feel guilty telling you about it Mm -hmm. because you're in kind of a different situation. So I have a good relationship with my principal. I feel really. (laughs) Yes. Would you like to sit on the bench? We're sitting there. Okay, okay. A all right. Okay. Yeah. The trouble is once you pass no more Oh, no more benches. Oh, really? oh. Okay. Well that's good to know. Well, good. I'm glad we found we, this one. We then. hadn't been down there down here that far, so we'll have to keep yeah. that in mind. Oh, oh. Here, well. w- okay, all right. Well it certainly it's a beautiful day to be out. Yes, yes. We're glad that the rain, the rain stopped so the sun could come out. Yeah, I saw maybe you had more trees coming down with all that wind. Yeah. But it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Sounds well, I know I'm going to get back. All right. Sounds Enjoy good.
1: your walk. Yeah, thanks.
0: Enjoy it. I don't think I'll edit that out. Oh well. Hey, it's great to visit with people it when is. you're in the park. Absolutely. And bump into new people. So, yes, I I love many, many aspects. Our schedule's so wonderful. I mean, we had spring break and we hope we're hoping that we can get on the same schedule for next year because my spring break was a couple weeks ago. Shelley's is going to be in well, another week. Another week but <clears throat> we have a 5-day We have a 5-day Easter break. And so I have some overlap, two of my days overlap with Shelly's, and therefore we're going to get to have a little, a little vacation together. So I don't know. And my school is, I think, really striving to be innovative. But, I mean, there's challenges. There's no nirvana perfect. No. Everywhere has politics. Everywhere has issues. There's a lot of traditional teachers at our school. You know, we're, we're about to move to Canvas as a learning management system, and we've been using exactly the same as my previous school, Cassidy, uh, Google Classroom is our learning management system, and then um, an information, a student information system called Blackboard, which a lot of private schools use, but it, they don't synchronize together, and you have to spend tons of time double entering and all this stuff, and anyway, it's interesting to see how how teachers respond to that, and I'm so happy to be in our middle school where there are so many teachers like, yes, let's do it, let's go, and I don't know, I've... At Cassidy I loved our middle school as well. We teamed so well and I really developed some some good relationships uh, with some folks I miss actually. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, there's a lot of things that I love about that. I'm glad I didn't drop your phone. Hi, how are Hi, you? you are really good on that bike. I'm actually... Yeah, yep, you are. You're, yeah. yeah, you're doing so good on your bike. That's
1: pretty amazing. All right, boys. See 3 or 4. No, he's fine.
0: He told us three. he's with you all.
1: Yeah, he is so. absolutely amazing clari- on that bicycle. He clarified that. Thank you. <laughs> You'll be four soon. All That's right. Awesome. Yeah,
0: you're doing great on that bike. Keep it up. <laughs> okay. Well, let's talk about a more serious topic. Barbecue? Nope. Why are we called to inclusive and affirming spaces?
1: How long do we have?
0: You have three <laughs> minutes. No, you've <laughs> three got three minutes. I mean, we can talk as long
1: as you no, want. No, I think that's another um, theme of ours is the school that I love, and I've I've been really um, I think it's really important that we have spaces for all students and all parents and all families, and and I want to create a space. Um, Where everybody feels comfortable to be themselves. Well, didn't you learn that Um, so
0: clearly at Positive Tomorrow's? I know I see the dog. Safety is so key. Hello,
1: beautiful boy. I know they want to play so much.
0: Moose Fryer, you are getting way too fired up. No, no, sir. I need to hold him. I think when that happens. Yes, I think so too.
1: So anyway, um, I just I feel like that a classroom should be a safe space. And the school that I love, everybody can be themselves and wherever they are, you know? I, I think we all um, have times in our life where um, it's important that we feel accepted and loved for who we are. Yeah. Um, and I have seen um, students at, in all classrooms really Um, go through hard times Mm -hmm. and whether it's experiencing homelessness whether it's um, the death of a parent whether it is fathers who are deployed for lengths of time um, parents
0: who are gone a lot and just mm -hmm. not there and you have a nanny taking care of you
1: two working parents single parent homes um, single moms, single dads um and i think so different Families all look different. And and I want to teach in a situation where um, that we can talk about those things. And we can share our um, faith with each other. Um, we can share our sexuality with each other. We can have uh, parents who are comfortable Talking coming to our, school. Talking about our sexual
0: orientation. You know, that, right. we, that that doesn't have to be hidden. Um, that, that as we discover who we are... Um, we have safe places to be able to talk about that, and just to be supported well, and to be in seen, that. To be to seen. To be seen. Right. To have to choose your in name. Your room. To choose your own name. Well, what is more basic than your name? You know, we've been anyway. We could we could probably talk about this a lot longer. So go ahead, go ahead. there
1: are so many things that I think is important. I want my students to see themselves in the classroom. I want them to. Um,
0: what does see that mean? themselves what does that mean in the world. In the
1: what does that mean? Well, through books, through characters in our books, you know. I mean, People what are the c- topics we've read about and studied the the Reformation?
0: Um, didn't you do Romeo and Juliet or something? We no, did Romeo and, did and did Juliet. It or was it A Midsummer Night's Dream.
1: A Midsummer's Night's Dream, right. Yeah. I mean, it, that's not I not connecting with I just, fifth grade. I just I want
0: children. Um, we did that in high school. That was not that's not a That's not a book to do in 5th grade.
1: I just There's, yeah, there's just so much, and it is. There's a lot to talk about with that. Um, But the school that I love is very open and inclusive. The school that I love, we are free to be ourselves. Um, The school that I love um, is not judgmental. You know, Um, the school that I love, I can go into the library and I can see a variety of of books. Um, a where students of people, are represented, a variety of
0: families, a variety of challenges. Yeah, that I just it, have. It, and it's we're living in a time where, in general, there's um, there's some really strong discouragement in the culture for inclusivity and affirmation. Yeah. So we can talk more about that later, but yeah, I been, think
1: that's going to be an ongoing conversation because yeah. I'm still processing what exactly that looks like but but that's the type of school that Mm. I would love to be a part of and
0: we've been called to a inclusive and affirming church you know and we were we were called to leave our Edmund church over that issue and I think that um what we found in the Episcopal church with Father Joe at St. Augustine's of Canterbury in Oklahoma City was kind of a little picture of heaven I mean, no church. And is also, perfect. in our
1: church here, and we found a um, wonderful called church well. Here. called well, called well, and I love that called well. We That's are called right. well, um, and we are called to love others, and we are called to um, to learn about and to experience and to be in proximity. Um, as
0: Grace Church of Yukon, God's love is for everyone, no exceptions,
1: a hundred percent. So anyway, well, as we close this out, Wes. Um, do you have a wonder link for us? Oh, or maybe didn't a wonder even link? Talk about that. I know, but you could oh, come up with it. You know wow. so many.
0: Okay, my wonder link is golden Texas barbecue. <laughs> because uh we've been dabbling with some imaginative dreams of ooh, this brisket tastes pretty good. I wonder if we could sell it. Uh, and several different folks have been encouraging our neighbors Julian and Susie and our friend Mike from church and others, and uh, anyway, I registered the domain. Golden. Why do we? Do, why is it golden? Texas barbecue, Shelly,
1: because we have our golden retrievers Ooh. and of course they are famous in all of your videos because they always get a snitch of barbecue.
0: That's right, and we like Texas style brisket. All right, so that's that's the wonder wonderlink. I wonder if this will become real. Here comes literally six dogs walking on leashes. Okay, I'm going to hold Moose so that we don't freak out.
1: Yeah, why don't you just walk watch. him a little bit? Just no, get I up and walk I with him.
0: Okay. Think of your um, wanderlink. What's the wanderlink going to be? No, not do I don't know that
1: I have a wanderlink, but I do have a wonderlink. What? Um, each Friday um, in my classroom, we get to have a little bit of space education because that's what I love, and so you have this to week sneak it in. Well, this week um, I combined it with weather because we're doing a big weather unit at school, and so I was looking at space weather. But I found a website, which you're going to probably have to link in the show notes because I don't remember what it is, but that had... Yeah, that had the satellite tracker in it, and so I mean it had all of the so weather you put your satellites zip code in, and it tells you mm-hmm. the ISS. It had all of the weather satellites listed, and you could sort them by you know the earliest and the most recent, um, and it'll show you where all the weather satellites are according to your zip code, and then when they're going to pass over. Um, and so you know we were at school, kind of we were noticing where the ISS was, and and learning about some of the other weather satellites. And um, anyway, it was just amazing. I really enjoyed it. And um, I showed it to my students on Friday morning. So that was pretty cool.
0: Awesome. All right. Well, where can people connect with you, Shelly, when you're not here in Squirrel Lake Park having a podcast with your dogs?
1: com at S Fryer on Twitter, which I don't really t- – tweet very much anymore so um and then on Facebook absolutely follow me on Facebook because that's where um I post a lot of the things that I'm doing with school and a lot of things that I'm doing with my health journey um a lot of my health coaching um resources go on to that site and so and you do live uh, broadcasts sometimes I do occasionally do a live broadcast so yeah definitely look me up
0: and I am Westfryer.com slash after, and you can find all of our links on our podcast site, which is Shellyfryer.com slash podcast. So, until next time, we encourage you to stay curious, go outside, and have adventures. Be safe, everyone.
1: Wes and Shelly Share is a weekly podcast recorded and published on Sundays by Wesley and Shelly Fryer of Matthews, North Carolina. Learn more and find links to connect on social media to Wes and Shelley by visiting Shelleyfryer.com/slash podcast. Content on this podcast is licensed under a Creative Commons attribution only 3.0 license. The Wes and Shelley Share podcast is recorded and published with Anchor and distributed on all major podcast channels, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, and more. Please share our show on social media and tell others about us. Let us know on Facebook or via other means what you like about the show, that you're listening, and if you have any suggestions for future episodes. Stay curious, go outside, and keep exploring.